Okay, lots to get to. Uh, King of Sermon is going to join us. We'll talk about the province, Metrolink's uh, guidelines, recommendations. We are reopening, okay? We're moving. And and so, for some people, it's moving quickly. For some people, not quickly enough. You're never going to get full agreement on that. We're never going to have unanimity in agreement uh, of how quickly we're doing things. Just to note, uh, Christine Elliott, Ontario Health Minister, Premier Doug Ford, we're back at the podium today. Uh, Elliott had to answer a question. I don't think there's anything here, but you can be the judge. Uh, she was shopping at the LCBO. Someone took a photo. Okay. <laughs> Everyone has a camera now. Uh, wouldn't have happened 30 years ago. Who, who took a camera to the liquor store? What, what possible need would... Okay, so she's shopping at the LCBO while um, she had been tested for COVID-19 yesterday because Stephen Lecce uh, had a negative test. Now, uh, Elliot and Ford were getting their tests done yesterday. You will have to provide the benefit of the doubt to some extent that Elliot got her test back. Uh, tested negative, and she explains this uh, in this clip, which which was about 15 minutes ago. So uh, Minister Lecce's results came back negative before I went for testing. And so while there was no real need for me to go to be tested, uh, I had made a public commitment to do so, and so that's where I went. I went, and while I was at the assessment centre having the test, I was advised that because I had not directly been in contact with anyone with COVID, that I did not need to self-isolate. That was the medical advice that I was given, and uh, that is what I did. And my test results came back negative, of course. Okay, and and again, I, I I deem that as reasonable. I deem that as you have to provide people with the benefit of the doubt. We realize, especially the last few weeks, I think we realize there's been a lot of gray area. Uh, some of us are taking more risks than others. We're all trying to follow the guidelines. We're all trying to follow the laws. Okay, and that's the biggest thing. Um, and I, I can't see any conflict here. No, you shouldn't. If if you don't know, uh, if you think you've come into people that have tested positive and you don't know that you're not positive, no. You shouldn't be at the LCBO. Mask or no mask. She was wearing a mask, I should point out. I, I don't see this to be uh, the case here. But she answered the question, wasn't defiant, uh, you know, wasn't put on her heels. And I think uh, I think that's that's par for the course. I think that's reasonable. Uh, we're joined right now by uh, Ontario MPP, Associate Minister of Transportation for the uh, GTA, King Asurma, on the line with all the new provincial uh, transit uh, guidelines that were released just this morning. A lot going on with transit with the TTC mask law and a few other things. Kinga, thanks very much for making the time. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Well, tell us a little bit about um, some of this is about education. Some of this is about guideline. um, And the biggest thing is not just keeping customers healthy. Some of it's keeping staff healthy. I know people that work on the go trains that drive the buses that even that go on the up express to the airport and back. uh, Their safety is paramount uh, in these guidelines. Of course, and uh, I would like to take this opportunity to really thank the transit operators for being so brave, for working every single day during the pandemic. But the guidelines that we put in place were best practices that were done in consultation with the chief medical officer, with public health officials, so that we can provide these safety guidelines to transit agencies and municipalities across the province provide some consistency, answer some questions so that everyone, whether you're a worker or a passenger, thinking about going back to work and thinking about taking public transit, we have these guidelines in place that transit agencies can review. There's one thing that I would like to be clear about. It's Mm -hmm. not a 
one-size-fits-all solution. Transit agencies across the province of Ontario are different in different municipalities. And so we wanted to provide that flexibility. Are, are things like uh, the physical barriers between drivers and passengers? Obviously, people are going to get on and they're going to think, am I going to be shoved right up against somebody? We've all been on rush hour go trains. Okay, we've all been on busy buses going to, you know, at rush hour or, or you know, going to a Blue Jays game or coming from a concert. I think people are thinking about the spacing. What were the methods utilized to deem what the right amount of people is and, and what the right amount of spacing is? Well, like I said, every single guideline and measure included in this document has been reviewed and approved by public health officials. And so we want to provide advice. So, for example, the TTC is very different from a transit agency and perhaps a a smaller town where transit may not be as popular. Mm -hmm. And so these are not mandatory. We're not compelling anyone. We want to provide good guidance. And we want transit agencies and municipalities to review these recommendations and apply the ones that they see are feasible. And, of course, transit agencies can also apply their own methods as well, which we've seen, um, to keep people safe. King Sermon is our guest, of course, uh, Ontario MPP. We're talking about the transit guidelines and, again, uh, the ways to keep people safe, the way to guide them to, uh, you know, get on uh you know, places that are going to go to go places to go from point A to point B and feel comfortable doing so. And King, I, th- I think a, a lot of this, is, as you describe it, it gets me thinking a lot of this is going to work via word of mouth. Someone's going to have to say, I did it and I had a good experience. I took my kids somewhere. It, it, everything was great. In fact, it was better than I thought it would be because I we're all a little gun shy stepping out of our homes. And, and as I said, taking what, what were deemed as chances seven, eight weeks ago, but that are just practical means of living our lives now. I think you're absolutely right about that. I think this is very top of mind for people as we start to discuss economic recovery and opening up. Part of that challenge is getting to work. People I know, some are a little bit more eager than others to get back to work, but getting there and getting home safely is very much top of mind, which is why we wanted to provide this guidance. And I can speak to some of the changes that we've seen on our GO system in terms of protecting workers as well as passengers, the additional cleaning, the signage, the markings, and as well as steps that we are now going to proceed with as we know that people are really going to be considering going back to work and and possibly taking public transit. I mean, prior to COVID-19, we've had millions of people in the greater Toronto area rely on public transit So we know that we have a responsibility. And I certainly think that you're right, that people, some will be a little bit more cautious than others, but people will try. And that's why we have these measures in place. So I can speak to, for example, providing alcohol-based hand sanitizer on all of our fleet, on all of our buses and our trains. We are installing them now so that when people get on, they can sanitize their hands as they get on, but also as they get off. Uh, We've installed plexiglass to separate the driver. We're also working on installing dividers between seating just to make people feel a little bit more comfortable, provide that separation, 
mm-hmm. um, on transit. And so we're doing a variety of things, but I certainly think you're right. It is very much top of mind. I got about a minute. How about the concept of, of more trains? Do you have to monitor that as people slowly get back? There are more people back going back to their offices, even if it's a day a week, two days a week, even when we get to the fall and, and spacing and, and social distancing is still a priority, Kinga. Do we, do we then look at whether or not we need more drivers, more trains, more frequent routes? How will that work? Well, absolutely. I think you're bang on. And as the Premier and our team look at the health data day to day, because we make our decisions on the information that is before us during this unprecedented time at the Ministry of Transportation and Metrolink, we're looking at the ridership numbers. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that if we see a, a flux of riders, we can adjust our fleet accordingly. So I think you're absolutely right about that. Pleasure having you on. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time. And and I hope it was helpful for people who are uh, taking that first step, that second step even uh, to getting back to normal and and using public transit, not only when they have to Kinga, but when they want to, because that's what we used to do. And and it's better to leave your car at home for so many reasons. And we want to see those things happen again. Thanks for the time again. Thank you so much. You got it. Uh, Kinga Surma joining us. Uh, she's an MPP for Etobicoke Center and, of course, talking transportation uh, for the province. Coming up, the city says, TTC, you require a mask, but they're going to let you ride if you don't have a mask. That doesn't sound mandatory to a lot of people. 